In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. This week on The Bachelor, The Right Reason Saga continues with a group date where the men spill their darkest secrets. Then, Katie has a one-on-one with a new fan favorite. Plus, was Thomas the real villain all along? All that and more, it's the most dramatic episode ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. I'm um, Kay Bradshaw. And I'm Jared Freed. And we are back with episode three of The Bachelorette. But before we get into everything, I just want to make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor, live tweeting, memeing all night, and actually like low-key every day tweeting, just depending on what's going on. Chrissy doing a great job at that. And make sure you guys are following us on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. We also have a newsletter that goes out every week called uh, The Bachelor Breakdown. And we will give you all the scoop with everything that's going on in Bachelor Nation. So if you wanted to subscribe to that, you can go to Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. This week's episode was heavy. Really heavy. Yeah, for sure. It was a... um... It was quite the, it was a hard episode to tweet <laughs> because you can't make fun of a lot of the things that were happening last night, obviously. Yeah. They, I mean, a lot of like, you know, it, it kind of like stayed to Katie's word. You know, Katie was going to be, this was kind of what Katie was, you know, planning. Didn't it feel like this is what she kind of wanted? She wanted to like get it out there, talk honestly, have hard conversations. Like it fits into. Uh, you know, there's there's no moment that feels inauthentic to what Katie has kind of promised as the se- for her season, right? Yeah, I I think it feels a little more more serious than I thought it was going to be because you know you have vib- uh, vibrator Katie and like I knew she would have these like tough conversations, giving me very much like Hannah Brown, like I'm this is my season, like whatever, like very powerful woman vibes, but it does also seem like super super serious and i just was i don't think i was expecting that sorry i just looked ahead on the outline and saw jared's name for the episode (laughs) (laughs) okay then wait let's let's get into name that episode because now i want to know i haven't looked at i just said make michael the bachelor i couldn't come up with a good one mine was bachelorette but make it therapy yeah and i had a christmas cruises nick vial solves toxic masculinity which is in a Christmas cruise, Nick Vial is, uh, I literally have watched a Christmas cruise and he has, I think, one line, but he appears twice. He's on the, the poster for the movie. He's on the poster for the movie indeed. I swear. And he yeah. has one line and appears once. <laughs> and he It's has a like Hallmark a f- Channel movie for everyone listening. It is a Hallmark Channel movie and it's... Uh, it's definitely like it basically the whole thing. They're like, get him in here. We need to promote this movie. And he's on it. It was. Yeah. I actually went to a uh, Michelle Collins, the comedian's house and watched a Christmas cruise. 
with like wine and cheese because we thought it was going to be like a Nick Vial movie and it literally he has one line flirting with Vivica A. Fox and that's it. Why would they put him on the cover? That is the most bizarre thing. Like, because it's Hallmark. If they get anyone with a name, they slap them on the cover. It'll be like produced by Alyssa Milano's granddaughter, and they'll like put a picture of (laughs) Alyssa Milano on the cover. But absolutely. But why don't they just give him a better role? (laughs) Just like. I I mean I'm sure they had him read, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna make you the plant." You know, like, yeah, or they had him like he he actually filmed like a full starring role and they just edited it down to one line. Yeah, that seems that seems about right. I, I can't I don't envision Nick Vial being like the greatest actor of all time. I mean, he, he acted his way through being on this season for four different times, like as if he wanted to get married. So I'm sure like like six different times, which is even crazier. Six ta- how many times has he been engaged from the show? Oh, none. None. <laughs> he never got engaged. He proposed. He tried to propose twice, and it didn't work. But he has only he has not been engaged yet from the show. But he does have a girlfriend now. Well, for now. All right. Let's before we get into the dates. Let's uh, uh give a little synopsis of what we're going to be covering. Okay, so being near the show. Carl shadow boxes himself right into a corner. Mike the Virgin shows sex has nothing to do with big balls. <laughs> At the beginning of this, Chris was like, how gay was that? And I was like, which part? But <laughs> um, Nick Vial is cast in the least appropriate date uh, for him to host. Thomas reveals his true colors, which are not so bright. Kate reveals more about how brave she is. And finally, Thomas officially becomes someone who will literally never be The Bachelor. Um, whirlwind of a show that's for sure um but let's just like start off with this carl rose ceremony because we didn't get a rose ceremony last week so we had to start off at the very beginning with you know touching back on the carl gaslighting which honestly this is my favorite part of the show just watching all this go down was incredible yeah i mean it was a it definitely started as a crazy episode I don't know. I think Carl, it, Carl just kept like being like, no, I'm not going to say a name just to clarify things. <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing was so bizarre to me. It it went too long. It was too long. It was too much. It was like, Carl, we get it. You, you got your moment. Have, you know, it was like, it was literally the equivalent of like a toddler, you know, screaming and crying at their, at like at a birthday party to make sure everyone, you know, keeps their eyes on them. Like it, it just was like, we and then he's saying I'm not gonna leave. You're gonna have to drag me out. He like goes full Trump, and you're like, dude, like like. And then he gets kicked off, and he just walks to the side, like doesn't do anything. My big concern is where was Caitlyn and Tasha? Why are they all that? Like where are they? They're supposed to be the gal gang. They're supposed to be involved. Like they they they're not even at the rose ceremony. Like I and this has kind of been the issue. How much did they yeah, get paid? I'm like, how much did ABC pay them to literally appear for a second? An episode? Why are they in dresses? She has to go find them. Like at some point, like if if you're <laughs> yeah, gonna that's like true, she had to like go down the halls, being like Caitlyn, Tasha. Yeah, like hey hey. Like, I thought they were going to be, like, in, like, um, pajamas. Like, I thought they were going to have, like, the hat with the pom-pom at the end. Like, like oh, sorry, I was scrolling Instagram going to bed. Like, I 
I just don't understand. Like you, you have this whole moment where like Katie's like running away to go cry. Uh, the only one that comes to console her is sensitive Greg. Uh, Cause he's like, I smell tears in the air. And then he, and then she's dealing with this and it's like, you know, Katie's the bachelorette. Like let her be the bachelorette. Like let some other people come. Like the host should come in and say like, Hey, What's going on here? Like, I like, I, I give them some more power. Like, I understand, like, the bachelor, and I blame the bachelor. I don't blame Caitlin and Tasha as much. I blame the producers because they don't want to make a mistake. And in in an effort to not make a mistake, they do nothing. So it's like, give them some power. Give make them the host. Who cares what people like? You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, right now, it just felt like a rudderless ship. You know, Katie has to go find them. They come back to the rose ceremony. They're like, there's one more rose. Like, that's all you say. Like, you may you may leave now. Like, what? Yeah, somebody needs to be steering everything. I mean, even in the other past episodes or every season of The Bachelor, Chris Harrison is always there at the rose ceremony, like, monitoring everything. So if somebody needs to be like, hey, can I, like, I need a, a second or I need to, like, step out. He's like, yeah, sure. Like, let's go. And then she's like, um, I'll be right back. And she's, like, walking down the hallway looking for and even when they finally got to talk it seemed very like disingenuous like what's happening like i sorry i was like locked up in the back room <laughs> getting my makeup done they their their big advice caitlin's big advice is well the decision is yours and we back you up it's like what that was that that was like the like go for a walk if you feel depressed of of of, of like advice pieces like it's like like it, it made no and I'm a I like Survivor. I've been watching Survivor on um like on like on streaming whatever and like some old seasons like during the pandemic I watched it. Jeff Probst like comes in and like mixes it up. Like I would rather that like hey, so it's like I would rather like Caitlyn and Tasha come out and go, "Hey, uh instead of like watching Carl just go, "I'm not going to say. Are you going to say? I'm not going to say." And then like now like I'd rather Caitlyn and Tasha go, "Okay, what's so what's the deal?" Let's let's talk it out. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't you that, rather that? Like, that would be f- and actually entertaining. Like, instead of like the same thing, we watch for 20 minutes, the whole beginning of the episode. And then you have to have like, you know, Virgin Mike has to come up and goes, we've all decided as a team that he's a liar. And it's like, they're like, OK, Mike, you, you know, what's better than sex standing up for a woman. You should go. You should do it. Honestly, I think so. The men essentially, there was a really funny tweet last night, and somebody tweets like in all caps, the men have unionized. And that was so funny because I mean, they did. They were all like, we got to do something and we all got to do it together. And so send Mike up. She'll definitely believe that. Like, he seems like he is with God and he will tell her the truth. <laughs> well, the reason they have to do that is because on their own, they can't be trusted. Carl created a a thing where like everyone is suspect he's created this kind of thing. So it's like the, the guys are like sitting there like, okay, if we're going to like let her know a message, like it's almost like, you know, like they're, they're like on the, in the great beyond and they have to send a message through like a portal. And the only way to do it is to join hands to be able to make sure it gets to her. Like, and it, it, it kind of is a theme of what's going on throughout this episode. Like at the end we see them, you know, assemble like the Avengers again, you know, like they, you know, they kind of do this a couple times and it's it's interesting also the difference between the bachelor and bachelorette, like <laughs> the bachelor, the women have no ability to team up in this way. Like there's like there's like seven different factions that are like, well, they you know, well, bullying is 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 something maybe you, you know, is all up to the bullier, you know, like and the, the, these guys are like, no, nope, that's the dick. 
Get rid of him. It's over. I do feel like this is the first season where it's so like, like that. Like where the guys are so together. I feel like that hasn't happened in many a season where I feel like there's really only a, a few outliers who maybe aren't in on this like power force of men. Um, I mean, when 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 Carl shadow boxes alone, that is the nothing says run for the hills like a man shadow boxing when he's mad, especially he has no one else to hang out with. And anytime I ever see a man shadow boxing, it's usually like a guy on the street who just like tore his shirt off or something. So it's yeah, it's always like a show of like it's the least tough, tough guy moment. Yeah. I thought that, and then when Greg, even when Greg's like, he should be coming to us as men, not not coming to you. And I'm like, okay, Greg, yeah, I'm gonna run off. I really want to go talk to a man. Bring me Greg. But then he, but he did come to you. But he did come to you guys as men. But like, it wasn't what you wanted it to be. It was just him gaslighting everybody. So it's like, yeah. Listen, he he half came to them. This is kind of like. This is the world we live in. I mean, this is so metaphorical for like the person like that goes on Facebook and is like calling out everyone. You go, well, who are you talking about? And then like everyone. And they just like you create straw men. And that like, you're right. It is when people like post an Instagram, like if you're reading this, you made the cut like shit like that. When people like block everyone that they dislike. Yeah. So it's like, oh, so good. Thank good for me. Like, and now, like, there's a lot of people or, or there's a few people that have messaged me. And I just want to tell these people, you're an idiot. Um, justice for justice for Carl, because Thomas, I guess he was talking about Thomas. No, it's like, Two no, psychos no, don't no. Make a right. Exactly. You, that, that is the most revisionist history I have ever heard. Like, are you like, oh, I guess he was thinking of Tom. Like, yeah, you and Carl are sitting at home going, I meant Thomas, in case you guys were wondering. Like, yeah, that was his whole plan the whole time. You name no one so that if anyone steps out, you go, yeah, that's the guy I was thinking about. Like, this is I like the fact like I, anytime someone said justice for Carl, I felt bad about society and I wanted to like go to bed and never wake up. And I'm telling you right now, when you say stuff like that, because no one can deny you, like you're, you're, you, you could always connect the dots looking back. You can't looking forward. So when you go justice for Carl, like, no, 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 no. There's no justice for Carl. The guy was a douche. He was an asshole. He could have, he had multiple, multiple times to be able to name the person on a show where all of a sudden he cares about all these people. No. He, he's creating drama, then all of a sudden cares about the well-being of everyone in the house. Stop it. Stop. Just, you know, stop it. I even I even made a tweet about it I because because I was laughing at this whole situation. I was like, Thomas, yeah, I think I could be the next Bachelor. And then it was like Carl sitting at home like, see, I told you. And then somebody goes, no, but he didn't know. I was like, I know this is literally just like a joke. <laughs> There's exactly. No- exactly. <laughs> it's like, it literally yeah. just a joke. <laughs> the be- to believe that you go, oh my god! Like I need you to never be in society. Like I need you to go away. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Let's get into this fucking bizarre group date led by Nick Vial, which if it had just, again, where were, this would have been perfect opportunity for Caitlin and Tasha, but we use Nick Vial. It made no sense to me. Um, and they send the, so they get the date card and they start, it starts with them freaking out because the card wasn't signed. Love Katie. <laughs> They're all like, she didn't say love Katie. How did it end? How did it end? And he's like, it ended dot, dot, dot. And they're like, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, which was insane. And then they get there and it is like a... An AA meeting. Yeah, for lack of a better term, like... What was the premise of the date? Like, what... Because I was like, is Nick Vial here to find, like, honesty? Is that what this was about? Like, what was this about? What was the premise? Okay, so what I think at the beginning, the way Nick like prefaced the date, he was like, it's time to like talk about things that you might not want to talk about or like he was it was basically him wanting to call people out on their shit. He said he says, I'm here to hold you guys accountable. What? Yeah, which is like having a murderer come on to find the murderer. Like, you know, like, it's like this guy, he's like, and the way Nick talked about it was such a high horse. He's like, I've heard, did he say that he's heard rumblings of them? I've heard. No, he was like, if it's time to, yeah, admit, I think he said. Admit. Yeah. It's like, some of you have been ghosting and, and, and cheating. And it's like, dude, Nick, you showed up to a season you weren't cast on. Like, you're like, are you? <laughs> yeah, and you've been on five seasons, and it never worked. Let's bring him back in for it. So it seemed like he was trying to just call people out. Some of you have been responding to a girl's Instagram stories with fire emojis for three years. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> like, and it was, the weird part was, it went from, like, like, the definition of ghosting is so kind of bastardized that like ghosting could mean anything from, you know, like, Hey, after a first date, it didn't work out. I didn't call them again to we had sex and I literally never spoke to them again. Like it, the, the range on that. And it was, what was interesting is, and it kind of told you a lot about the men. And uh, as we're going to get to which men took the opportunity to like really tell a story that was personal and something that they felt bad about. And the other, and which men were like, so I like Thomas specifically was like, you know, I've thought about being the bachelor before. And I went on a first date the week before here, but otherwise I'm a perfect soul. And you're like, you know, Connor beats 
talked about alcoholism, like, yeah, like going what? to therapy. Like, it's so well, it was kind of unfair to leave it so vague. Was, was Connor B talking about alcoholism? Because that's where I thought it was leading. But then he was like, I did. And he like said all the things he did, but none of them involved like alcohol rehabilitation. But I, I don't know if that's what he was saying or if it, he was like, I cheated on my girlfriend. A lot of them definitely cheated on their girlfriends without saying that they cheated on their girlfriends where they're like, I lit led to trust issues because I couldn't really, um, you know, say what I wanted to say at all. Time. It was very, I felt uh, repetitive for a bunch of them. The most heart, you know, breaking one was Hunter's, I thought. Like to me, like, but also, what was he saying? I didn't really understand what he was saying. To me, it sounded like he gave up on a marriage, and 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 it, when you give up on a marriage with kids, you're kind of giving up on this family life that could be good for his kids. That was kind of the takeaway, and that's a very real thing. Like, that's why, like, I, I'm watching this date. There's very serious subjects coming. I mean, at the end, Katie brings up a, a, a very serious subject that you know about consent and. And talk about that, and it's like it's you know a a great topic to bring up on this show, and they you know they give the rain you know phone number like that's a powerful thing. But in the beginning of it, you're like Hunter has a real story to tell that like you know that it sounds like he's learning from and trying to learn from, and then you have these other guys there that are like like I would be, feel like do you, are you in a position where you have to be like I ghosted once and I'm I'm a horrible person like you know like. It, it was a kind of a tough spot, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, because you had like you had Hunter go and then you have like a Connor B situation. But then like another example of a really of one that wasn't like great was Aaron talking about his. And he was just basically like, yeah, we were in a relationship for a while. And like in the end, he was just like, it just didn't work out. <laughs> and like, that's all it was. Well, I think, yeah, I think there's also like, how are you going to sit there when people are like, I gave up on my marriage. Uh, I like, you know, there's people with real traumatic past experiences. And even if like, you know, you haven't had anything as traumatic as the people before you, like, how do you, I think you're right, Jared. It's like a tough spot of what do you do and say? Like, you look like a dick no matter what because you don't have that trauma, honestly. Because even I'm like, oh, that guy's just going to say he ghosted? What a piece of shit. But I'm, I'm like, well, I guess in his life, the worst thing he did was ghost, and that's why he had to say that. Um, so it is like a rock and a hard place. It, yeah, it was... And, and it's like, you know, just like you said, like, the like you know, we were talking about, like, what do you tweet about? What do you, you know, we're here to have fun with the show. And it's like, you kind of have to put the phone down for a second. You're like, okay, I, I'll let this go. You know, I can make fun of what they're wearing, but like, I like, I can't really. Yeah, and it's like, um, but it, you know, I I think these conversations are good on the show because like, you, you know, you see someone like Katie, like who's so sex positive, so strong, and then she talks about something in her past that's like so serious, and you know, people can learn from that. But at the same time, it's like. Then you're next to Nick Vial and you're like, what's going on? You know, who introduces himself and he goes, for those of you don't who don't already know, I'm Nick. I was like, I'm sick to my stomach. He's like, I just can't. I can't. Thing with Thomas is that like, OK, he said he came forward and he was like, 
Thomas, I think, is actually psychotic, though. I will say, between him and Carl, there's, like, dead behind the eyes, and the smiles are so calculated. Like, you can see him matching the the other people he's talking to. It's very bizarre. Well, and then there's also, like, a level of... He was talking about how he came onto the show, and he really thought he was going to have some sort of platform, and but then he was surprised because it's like, wow, this actually did work out the way I wanted it to be. But then he started getting a little too much in detail with talent, like confessing. He was over confessing to the point where he was like, yeah, I went on a date before the show started like a week before. I'm like, I don't think we needed to know all that. Like <laughs> there's like a line like you didn't have to tell us that. He seems like a professional liar, like he a sociopath, because it's like he he it always feels like he's covering up like seven steps ahead of where he's at. Like later in the date, like, so they have like the cocktail party and like he sits with Katie and she's like, what are your red flags? You mentioned red flags. And he's like, he goes into some speech that's like, has nothing to do with his red, red flags. flags. Well, and, I care too much. I, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have and then she, too much money and I don't know what to do with it. And I have too much she, love to give. What are your faults? She literally says to him, you didn't answer the question. Like, and, and then he goes and then he goes into some other bullshit and then he leaves it in his interview after leaving it. He says, uh, I'm mad that I didn't nail it. He's like, I, you could tell like, he's like, oh, I didn't get my lies. Didn't hit. He's like in rehearsal. You know, it like went so much better. <laughs> the dress yeah. rehearsal was so much better. You guys, you should have seen that. Because his whole mindset is about winning. It's not yes, about absolutely. I want to get to know this person. It's about being the best, winning, staying on for as long as possible. So when he felt like he didn't nail that, it was because he was like, oh, my God, like I can't get sent home. I have to stay here because I have to win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was very like interesting to watch the di like the difference between him, Thomas, who, you know, is admitting and I also don't think Thomas is so wrong for admitting that thinking about being The Bachelor. That's why Thomas is a good liar, because everyone on this show has thought about being The Bachelor. Like, it's crazy. The idea that you go on going, what? I could be who? You know, like, that's What's crazy. What's Bachelor? There's a one with a boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Thomas's lie is really good because he's saying something that is icky to admit but he was on the date where you're supposed to admit icky things. So he's like, who here? Like he could have stood up and been like, who here didn't want to be the bachelor, but it got away from him. It, it's interesting to watch the difference between him. Who's just doesn't feel authentic. And Michael a like Michael a like Chris, you're like, make him the bachelor. I totally agree. Like if he doesn't get with Katie, like he's the bachelor. Like there's no, no is it, there's no other, there's, there's no other answer here. So it's like, it's funny to think that like Thomas thinks he's pulling a fast one. And then you have like, it, it kind of felt like the Cinderella with like the evil stepsisters versus Cinderella, like locked in the house. Like I, well, maybe I could be prin princess and the, and the evil stepsisters are like, no, it's going to be me. Like it feels very much the, you know, the dynamic, you know? So well, yeah, I think it's like kind of when we're like, oh, he's like too good for this show. Like in a sense of like, he's too pure to be on the show mm. is kind of how I felt with Michael, but we'll get into Michael's date. Um, Connor ends up getting the uh, 
the rose the group date rose which they had another moment you know uh he pulled her aside and they had that like really sweet conversation and they kissed again they kissed a lot it's very tongue heavy i thought he was gonna poke her eye out with his nose when he came in for the kiss it was too strong it was it was a lot Kay will never speak poorly about her sweet Connor B, but I'm like not. He he seems very sweet and nice. I just I uh, it's there's something about watching them kiss that happy pride. We still are watching these two straight people sloppy kiss. <laughs> I think Connor's like the good on paper guy. I think that's why he keeps getting roses. Like I think he's like the one. He's like so nice. He's a math teacher. He plays the piano. He sings like. And I'm sure he's like cool with everyone in the house. I'm sure Katie's like, it is intoxicating to see the guy who's like kind of the center of things. And I think Connor is, that's the allure of him. It feels like. But it's like, who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to be with a math teacher, a sweet math teacher that can sing and says nice things to you? Like, obviously, we all want to fuck a math teacher. I think it's like, I don't know. I think she thinks my problem is I'm not going for the math teachers that want to sing for me. So like that's maybe that's like <laughs> my issue. I'm like, okay, Kay's hanging with Thomas, <laughs> but that's how they get you. I'm like, they get you in like that. And then they're like, guess what? I don't even teach math. I teach English. Fuck you. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I also wanted to just comment on Aaron and Katie when they're talking on the the second part of the group date and then Thomas is just like circling them with like like a yeah like a shark circling his prey but he's like purposely looking flustered and like I don't even know where I'm walking right now to the point that Aaron's like well I'm distracted I'm distracted it was bizarre and he I mean, he interrupted the wrong guy. Aaron, I liked Aaron this episode. I thought he was like, he, Aaron hosted the show. Aaron did Caitlin and Tasha's job. Like he, he basically was, he was like, um, we got to talk this out. Like you interrupted me and what the fuck? And Aaron, you know, I, I think that he had a right to do that. And he's like, you interrupt me. What the fuck? And he's like, well, my time, you know, you don't know. Like then Thomas, the more he talks and the more he says, you don't understand what we have. And like, I like watching dudes call out dudes like they, like they're everyone there knew they're like you don't like her like that like they were just like that's not the truth like, oh yeah when he's like you said you loved her and he's like I said there's a fine line between fear and love and I'm like that's like not what, like, what? he's like Corinthians you know like he's doing like a speech you know, like at, Corinthians at the wedding 29-7 <laughs> <just> yeah <laughs> it's interesting that he picked out Aaron to do that with because I feel like any other guy would have kind of maybe sat back and like let it happen but you know Aaron's like he's ready to fight anybody and he ended up and Thomas ended up saying like oh well my time is more important than yours like because Aaron asked him he was like so you think your time is more important than my time and he's like yeah 
<laughs> I just said yes. But that is the thing. That's why I was so happy. I was so happy he said that. You're like, you're waiting for someone to direct this show. And it's like, thank you. Like, he's right. Like, get this guy. Get this liar talking. You know, like, the more he talks, the worse it gets. Um, And then, yeah, they <laughs> they quickly go to, like, a one-on-one that's so opposite of the group date. Um when she it's flipped like, that car over, it, so her one-on-one date was with Michael A. And they were riding those like dune buggies. And when she flipped mm. that car over at the beginning, I did not realize that was her in the car. I was like, oh, maybe it's like somebody driving the car up. It is her. Oh, I didn't even uh, see it. She oh, she flipped like it. flipped it and she's fine. And she's just like hanging upside down and they're like, upside oh, down. rush over. And they're like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. <laughs> but that's what happens How did in I dune miss buggies. That part? That's crazy. But like, that's like, that's like a thing in dune buggies. Like, that's like a normal thing that happens. Uh, but like, I very much appreciated it because they always do in this. And also they do it on housewives. Like the dune buggy normally if this was a different season i feel with not katie we would see an ambulance and all other things that are like oh a possible tragedy happens and then it's really they're like okay you're fine you can go back to the day because you know how they always have like some kind of injury that potentially happens and we only see like the ambulance in the preview and then it's like <laughs> a joke so yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, when they're yeah. like are you okay and she was like yeah i'm fine i was like Good for this bitch. She's we're not even gonna yeah. pretend. Good for this bitch. But they have a um a really I mean the the date driving around in the cars was like stupid. They touch on that for like two seconds. Essentially that was just leading up to um the conversation between Michael and Katie, which man, the way he talks about things and the way he talks about love, Katie Katie even said at the end was is just so genuine and romantic and when he was like yeah this ends an engagement he was like but it starts in an engagement and i was like oh my god well this guy this guy has you could tell first of all you could tell that he's thought about marriage he's been married before so but he's thought about these things like i think our normal bachelorette contestant is some dude who's like yeah i'll go on a show this guy sounds like he's like no, well, if 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 I were to get married, then we would have to like he's actually thought down the road of the past 10 minutes down the road. I don't think a lot of people that come on the show are like this. And it was like it was actually like, a, like it, it felt like a, a full breath of fresh air, like hearing him talk. And again, how, how many times do people talk about their feelings on this show? And you're like, OK, I've heard this before. This song and dance like Thomas did it like fear and and love is the same thing. It's like, dude, shut up. Like Michael A. Like. The whole thing worked. He also like he uh, there's a difference. I feel because he his marriage didn't end because he didn't want to be married, which I think there's I keep on making other references to other reality shows. But there's um, one of the drag race queens was engaged to it or was dating another one who died. And then, like, later on in the years and the seasons, they're like, just because your ex. And she's like, he's not my ex. He died. The relationship ended because he died. Like, I never wanted it to end. It's just, it's over because they're gone. And I feel like that is a huge difference with Mike Lace. He's, he's like, I loved every second of being married. I want that. Whereas the other guys are like, I think I might be ready to, like, settle down. 
But that's and that's one of the best parts about him and how he was talking about it is and when he told her at the dinner, she said she was like, I don't want you to think that this is going to she was like, I, I love that you love her so much. And she was like, I'll never like try to compete with that. And um, that won't make me feel, you know, all these different types of ways, because, you know, sometimes you're always afraid about like the ex-girlfriend. But again, like you said, Chris, this is not an ex-girlfriend situation. Yeah. But that has to be still tough i feel because even when she said that i'm like that's hard well that 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 was like the interesting part about it is like that changes the dynamic of the bachelor and the bachelorette like that immediately flips it over like you know if let's say he gets to hometowns like her going to his hometown is a big fucking deal like she has to be sure that it, usually it's like, I, you know, the guy who's on the show has to be sure that he's not leading the bachelorette along. She has to be sure she's not leading him along. Yeah. Like in this in this scenario, like you go home to his child, first of all, the family that has all lost someone, you know, his his widow's family is a part of this as well yes. because they're involved with the child. So it, it's an interesting thing where it's like because, you know, Chris saying that he should be the next bachelor like. I, I was saying the same thing because, you know, just because, uh, but I was like, be, I think it's more likely that he's the next bachelor than he's Katie's fiance, you know, fiance for that reason. You have to, cl you have to be like, I, you have to be so committed. Like I, I, and I wouldn't expect that of anyone, even if you came on the show to be the bachelorette. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, that, I mean, I don't even know how I would, I think anybody with a kid, I would just be so, I don't know if I could, keep them strictly because of that because of the pressure i don't know if i could take that especially in that regard because it's not like the kid is at another parent's half the time or something like that like it's like he's full-time yeah this is your i mean you're and also you're meeting on a show within two months you know you have to make this decision so quickly like you know i would be so afraid of the disappointment like just if i was in katie's shoes there was one other thing that he that how he talked about his re relationship with his wife and he was basically like you know i have these feelings are for her but i'm excited to he's like how lucky i am to be in love to be in love twice and i mean the most positive perspective yeah and then also saying that he was like but i'm also excited to see like how unique our love can be and like i was like jesus man hello it just yeah I mean, if it works out between him and Katie, I would be very surprised, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think it Just will, but... He's, like, two months is so quick, and I feel like, especially in a situation like this, like, that needs to be more of a slow burn. That's like He was with his wife for 16, 16 years. And he has, like, that... I can't imagine. I can't, like, I, I can't imagine. And she died two years ago, I think. Let's say he becomes the bachelor. Let's like look ahead. How like I, I would assume that changes like how they cast it, right? Like you can't have Queen Victoria on Michael A's. We wouldn't allow it. Yeah. And like someone else with kids even like something. I don't know. Like I feel like a bachelor season. It would be a very um, mature bachelor season. If that makes sense. I think that's what a lot of people have been looking for, though, from The Bachelor. Like, uh, you know, for, like there, th it does seem like there's a there's a part of this audience that's like, when does this age up? Well, we <laughs> that's like, what they tried to do with Claire. And with then it Claire. just was like the most immature yeah. and then, of exactly. seasons. Exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, they found the the, the the wrong candidate. Yeah, the, they found they tried to do that with Claire and she just it was more childish than ever. I, yeah. I don't know. But and Katie does seem like genuinely into him. I, I don't think she's keeping him just because she like feels bad or anything. I think it will get to a point where she's like, oh, man, I have stronger feelings for sensitive Greg than I do this amazing single father like i have to send him home before it gets too deep well honestly michael i don't think i could be stepmom but i love you <laughs> how about his how about the ass grab what ass, ass grab? grab they're making out he goes straight for a butt grab you know like he's got a little Guy's got listen, Michael A ain't all nice. He's got a little <laughs> spice. He's he's he Michael A is uh, you know, it was interesting to watch, you know, he has these moments where you're like totally you're like, good guy, seems uh, awesome, like really authentic, and then making out and he's like And you're like, and he fucks good. <laughs> yeah, and and this guy, he's grabbing an ass, like, oh, you go, Michael A. Yeah. Good for Michael A. Grab that ass, bitch. Okay, so next morning we move on and this is the this ends up being a whole Thomas series. And at, at the end of it, Hunter ends up calling Thomas out like straight up. And you could tell Hunter's been thinking about this for a while. And and he finally just lays it and he's like, did you want to be the bachelor? Like, yes or no. And the way Thomas was answering those questions, we talked about this earlier, was so dodgy and so shifty because he was apologizing being in like a way that like Leah Michelle apologizes for bullying people like uh, I'm sorry that it made you feel that way because that's not was that was not my intention it's like this is we're asking you a question just answer it yeah yeah I mean I, I don't I feel like the Thomas stuff is we went straight from Carl to Thomas <laughs> and I'm like, but Katie doesn't see it at all because you, she's just like, I'm just happy no, that you're here. She's very easily like, I'm like, what are you doing? You're falling for his like, I thought she did for a second though, because she was like, you're not answering my question. But then it, it goes back to, I'm just really happy that you're here. And I'm like, no, I mean, I mean, Thomas is such a liar that he goes, you know, the, the house that we would buy together. The, the, like remember that he he's like he's he's charming the, he's very he's charming her. He, he he's doing i call him the we shoulds we should get a house we should go on vacation we should do and you never have to like pay oh, you know, i'm so quick to fall for that i am so easily manipulated People fall for it it's it, you know katie's not alone you know <laughs> it's really so true because even as i'm watching him do that i'm like i would also be exactly doing what katie does like try to for a minute be like no like this isn't working you're being rude and he's like but baby and you're like oh god he called me baby <laughs> he's also good looking got height he's got major height he's as tall as aaron i think good face too good good skin he the, everyone's skin can i comment on this because i thought I, i'm like is it the tv like everyone's skin looks so good in this episode and i'm like is there something in the new mexican air that like makes your skin amazing new mexico lighting 
Like it always seems like it's sundown there. It's always golden hour. True. <laughs> yeah. True, true. But yeah, I mean, as as much of a liar as Thomas is, he is hot. I would if we I guess we're getting into these like categories now, but I have I, he's definitely on my paradise list. Yeah. Well, let's get into the we we kind of end the episode just like with a cliffhanger. Well, it basically ends with them being like, do you, do you want to be the bachelor? And like, Thomas like, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like two seconds in. Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah, think uh, what Thomas did very much is like, okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to admit I'm there for the wrong reasons, but now I'm in love and I'm there for the right reasons. And then it's going to, I'm going to realize what a great process this is and the system really works. And then the producers are going to want to put me on because I'm an advocate for how well this system could work. And I was not a believer at the beginning. Like it all feels so contrived. He chose, he chose the best lie he could choose. And it was the only way that's what liars do. They, they, they choose the road in front of them that can, that is opened up for them. He saw Okay, I've admitted that I want to be the bachelor, but in that, and he tells that story. So, like, the and I do think he should have said to them, "Hey, who here? You're a liar if you think." But that's that that would take him taking a chance. He doesn't take chances. He just amongst us does not want to be the bachelor. Yeah, I mean that's um, that. All right, so that brings us to our current top three. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I said Connor V. Because she seems to really be into him. Sensitive Greg. Because she still seems to be really into him. Even though he really wasn't in the episode. He was in it just enough. That I think she still has him on the top. And then. Justin's just like hot and weird. And so I put him. Because he. I feel like we haven't discussed him. Because there hasn't been that much with him. But he seen Like his facial expressions. And Kay you like tweeted all those screenshots of his face. I'm but gagged. He's so animated with everything like just watch his face when anyone's talking and he's like it's very distracting to a point where i'm like it is. calm down but it's it's weird i like i mean it, whoever I was like in it. charge whoever was in charge of filming him understood the assignment <laughs> like they understood what they needed to do and what was going to be good because that was the best part of the show was just watching his reactions that was so funny for my uh top three i said Connor B, Michael, and then Thomas. I still think she is. She's there for Thomas. She really likes him. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I thought, um, I think Thomas, sensitive Greg, and Michael A. Thomas, she's buying it. She's, she, she's wary, but she's buying it. You she know? is. And I, I forgot about Greg for like a, a second because he was only at the beginning when he went and comforted her. But yeah, I guess he's definitely probably still around in the... Tri- old trembly voice he never speaks with a regular voice it's always a <laughs> he sounds like an airline pilot <laughs> over your left you can see the grand canyon you okay know. <laughs> how's villain Ugh, i take back mine he said thomas k you made an interesting decision here i'll tell you why so i i was gonna say thomas because i felt like that was the obviously the correct answer, but I kind of, no, I'm regretting my decision, but I'll tell you why I thought it (laughs) at the time. So I put Aaron down, but I just, I just feel like Aaron is sort of, uh, there's always something um, 
Aaron's always wanting to cause some sort of fight or there's some sort of drama around Aaron. There has been every single episode. And um, yes, Thomas, Thomas is like the main villain, but I still feel like there's some underlying stuff with Aaron that we don't know. Oh, no. Aaron is 1000 percent there for the wrong reasons as well. But he's just less obvious about it. Aaron reminds me of um, Jordan. Was that his name? Jo- not Jordan. The model who was on Paradise. You're like friends with him. Oh, my God. Oh, he's getting married now. What's his name? I think it's Jordan, Jordan Kimball. Yes. Jordan Kimball, yeah. <laughs> his, I, I, his vibe is Jordan Kimbley. I feel like I, I, I've met an Aaron before. Aaron is a... Aaron's like the male version of, of, of the woman who says, I'm, I'm just... I'm just sassy. I'm. 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 He's the male MJ. I'm sarcastic. My love language is sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He because there's a male version of it where it's like he's nothing can just be said and left alone. Like it feels like he has to unpack everything, and it's like even if he makes him a douche or not, you know, like if if you just say yeah that was a fun date, he'll go. Why do you think it was fun? And you're like, uh, you're right. He does I like a, it's almost like a layer of like social grace that he doesn't have. My brother actually is kind of like, like my younger brother is so honest to like a fault that like there's times where I'm like, you have to stop talking because <laughs> like, like it, he'll just say insane that like people I once was at um a store with them and then like in your email and he's like, for what? And they're like, well it um it, it, they send you like the discount things he's like i don't want to give it to you and i'm like sam just say it in a nicer way <laughs> you don't have to like and it is kind of how aaron's just like what no he's he's i loved when he was like get, getting to the point where he was a psycho or he said he was a psycho and he's like yeah that guy's crazy i mean he's like a sociopath you know what he's like a psychopath i think he's a psycho <laughs> then he goes at he goes he goes ask his mom <laughs> like even his mom thinks so i was like what are you five what's going on <laughs> that, that's um, weird but anyway all right would you rathers all right chris you go first i said sit next to carl or sit next to thomas on a cross-country flight and they're going to be talking i would sit next to thomas I actually, yeah, I don't know why I said that. Thomas, too, because... Thomas! The Thomas eye candy? Thomas is the guy Ooh. that you fuck on a plane. You know what I mean? Never see again? Yeah, you're never going to have a bad or awkward moment with Thomas. I feel like, Carl, the, you'd be like, did he just tell me to, you know, did he just tell me that I, I, I should keep my eyes on the prize? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carl's doing inspirational quotes that you don't want to hear. No, Thomas, at least. Yeah, you're right. Carl Thomas like, talks is- to himself on the plane, and you're like, wait, are you talking to me, or are you talking... Thomas he's always the receiver he's never he never puts himself out front so Thomas would just agree with you the whole flight it'd be easy conversation okay so would you rather have Nick Vial be your therapist or Carl be your life coach (laughs) I feel like I would pick Nick Vial just because I would love to sit down for an hour and be like why are you qualified to tell me um that everything's gonna be fine I think they're both equally qualified to do those things. Like Nick Vile should never be a therapist and Carl should never <laughs> give anyone life advice. Yeah. Nick Vile would spend the whole, I would take Nick Vile just to see how many times he would reference how many followers he has and how much he made on the therapy In session. His podcast. 
actually I'm recording this yeah. for the vile files. I hope that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Vial loves his own numbers. Just ask him. I, I wish I loved myself as much as Nick Vial loves himself. <laughs> All right, Jared. Have Tasha and Caitlin have your back at your um at your greatest time of need. Or have Katie drive you in a dune buggy. <laughs> Katie drive me in a dune buggy. <laughs> Honestly, same because she like was having fun. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would be fun, and yeah, I feel like I couldn't like if I texted Tasha or Caitlin, um, they would honestly wait. Neither of them would reply in the group chat, and um, <laughs> one of them would have to say something, and then the other one would reply right away, being like, "Oh my god, you know what I mean?" Like yes. they're waiting for the other person. You're the so, first one would. You are would, so right. It would take four hours for a response, and then the response would be like, "Go with your heart, sweetie." And then the other one would heart that message. Yes. And be like, here for you with another emoji. <laughs> totally. I was half expecting during the dune buggy date for them to be on a mountain, like a mile away with a microphone going, we're here for you, girl. Like, but they like, weren't there. It's so strange. They weren't even at the date. It's so weird. Tasha's Hyundai, Tasha's Hyundai commercial was longer than their appearance on the show. <laughs> and I bet her, I bet the money from that Hyundai commercial was more than her appearance on the show. Mm-hmm. God bless her. All right. Paradise picks. I have Carl and Thomas. I think they're going to be. I, I mean, I don't know if they're in paradise, but that's who I want to be in paradise. I can't deal with Carl being on there. I, but I, I, I think Aaron Hunter and Virgin Mike. I would love to see Virgin Mike on paradise. Um, just because every time he looks at someone, you talk about reactions. It always seems like he is just in total shock. By how these people are acting. Oh, yeah. Like every time they flash him, he's like, they shook hands before, you know, marriage. You know, like he has tears in his eyes from stress at all times. Also, it is. I, yeah, I he like does seem very stressed. Virgin Mike and Heather Martin from last season. Oh, yeah. That's a that is a oh, good couple. Oh, I like that. I'm going to get into I'm that a good in matchmaker. A um, the fact that Heather Martin is inexplicably constantly hanging out with Matt James' mom. This is what I was going to say. Their families. Wait, what? Yes. If you go. I don't. His, Matt James' mom is always with Heather Martin and posting photos on Instagram. Heather Martin and her whole family. Like every picture that they've posted in the past week has been like Matt James's mom and Heather and her family. Like I think they went on vacation together. <laughs> Literally, they're ski jetting on a lake. Matt's mom's birthday. While Matt is with Rachel in New York. So I, I don't think him and Heather are dating or anything. Well, it's not like, uh, do you think they, I mean, that would make more sense for why she showed up on the show. Do you think that there was like a family like relationship or is this new? Oh, but the way they played it off last season was that as if Hannah Brown was like, oh my God, I think you'd be great with him. And she's like, okay, cool. And that's how it was. Yeah, they said they never met in person before. Remember? Right. And now and now she's like part of the fan. It's, it's very weird. Also, for Paradise Picks, I'm going to go back to mine really quick. Carl, imagine him in Queen Victoria. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Like two delusional be... idiots <laughs> they're like we don't know why all the marine life around mexico is retreated and is like <laughs> they would completely take over paradise and like uh wreak havoc i think like together 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, that could be another good couple. I think it's a great couple. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, I think we'll definitely see Aaron and Anne Thomas in Paradise. Um, and then I said Michael just because I want to see him with someone, but hopefully he'll be the bachelor. I don't think we'll see him in Virgin Paradise. Virgin Mike. Well, I meant Daddy Mike. Michael. Daddy Mike, yeah. But, but I mean... One of the Michaels who has definitely had sex and one who, <laughs> who hasn't. And that's how they'll introduce them both when they're on. Mm-hmm. All right, cringiest. Uh, I said Nick Vial's entire section when he introduced himself as if everybody has already known who he was. And if you didn't know who he was, like you were living under a rock. That was so fucking crazy to me. But I also feel so many types of ways about Nick Vial, so I might be biased, but I think I thought that was just weird. It was I'm also done the with way him. he would like look and he would be like, Hunter, hello. How are you? And he felt nothing that entire that entire like Katie's crying. All the guys are like super serious and Nick Vial's like uh, doodling on a notepad being like, all right, next. <laughs> <laughs> he really and he's like, yes, yes. Thank God I was here. Thank God I was here. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, I said Mike's speech just because he was so nervous. And it was like in uh, in Braveheart right before they like charge for the final big fight. <laughs> and Mike's like eyes were so red. And he's like, uh, so the guy said that. Uh, <laughs> uh, ooh, so it seems like maybe Carl would not be here for the right reasons. <laughs> Mike was the perfect one to send there. He was the perfect one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, they're like, who would she trust the most? Um, the guy who read the Bible last night. Yes. We're going to send you up. <laughs> the yeah. virgin with the Bible. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, mine, mine was Thomas. Everything Thomas was cringy. Just every... when it, It's cringier because she's falling for it a little bit. That makes it even cringier because you're like, dude, we see what you're doing, man. Like... And and the only reason like a lot of guys see it is because, you know, go back to that, like, you know, the Nick Vial section when he's like, have any of you ghosted? Like, have any of you love bombed? Like every guy in there has said something to a woman that like was a little too far ahead of where they were and 100%. knowing what they were doing. And Thomas is doing that. You can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jared. It's your minute. I want to I want to take this minute to say that Albuquerque was not the choice. This was the locale. Every time they show overhead shots, it's depressing. At any time, Katie goes off to a fence to think about things. It seems like she went to like Skeleton Alley to go think about love. It's just nothing about the coloring of the place or the look of the place tells me romance at all. Every scene has three vultures circling above ready to just come down and eat the sandwich out of their hand and after three episodes in albuquerque i don't know if i can look at this sepia tone for another three episodes it's like really a tough look sepia tone (laughs) the sepia tone is sending me i just don't know why they're not how are they this whole i mean it looks like it's under the worst filter you've ever seen it's just it just doesn't I, I don't know how they chose this place. I'm not sure which type of deal they got, but like we want pools. We want vacation. We want you know, that's why paradise, paradise. like actually works. Like we like they should have done these episodes in paradise. Like I know they keep like 
you have to keep paradise, paradise, and keep the bachelor and the bachelorette, bachelorette, bachelorette. Like, but like, it's I and I'm sure this is the last season we're gonna get where they don't travel the world, and that's a big part of the show that we're kind of missing lately. But it just, I don't know how they ended up here, but it, this ain't the spot. I was going to say, if I was a contestant and I got like, okay, it's in New Mexico, I'd be like, oh, it's going to be a scorcher and bring nothing but like <laughs> shorts and t-shirts. And then it's been freezing the entire time that they're there. Yeah, I would literally show up it, with like two band-aids and a cork and then have to like buy a... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them even look like they picked up clothes there. They're all like with these big jackets that look like they're out of Dumb and Dumber when they go to Aspen. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, all right. Also, wait, do you guys think that for Michelle's Bachelorette, do you think they're going to be back at Bachelor Mansion? I hope so. I do too. I hope so too. They're still casting it from all the commercials where they keep on saying that. I just like, I, I miss, I miss the Bachelor Mansion. I do. Uh, the last time we saw it was, I think, listen to your heart. Ugh. Oh, really? Was I it? miss the no. traveling. Did they start there? No, they started in Vegas, I thought. I God, I can't yeah, I remember. No, they didn't. Because remember, they drive to Vegas on those tour buses and listen to your heart? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I hope, it, I hope it's back there because I think it's time. Yeah, and I hope they travel. Like, if, even if it's not international, like, let's go see some U.S. cities. Let's do some different stuff, right? Go to Cincinnati, like, Ohio, city of love. Why not? <laughs> Have chili on your pasta. Let's see it. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who um, gets your rose this week, guys? Um, I said Michael, and also I think Katie had a great week as a bachelorette in general. I think she um, is is doing well as the but she's doing every job yeah she's doing great as the host and the, she's the producer the, yeah the host she's she's producing you know, she's editing she is literally she's therapist she's giving out information for people who are dealing with you know you know sexual assault like she's really doing it all like, she's question mark styling herself doing her own makeup like somebody uh, the ponytail when she was in that silver middle armed cut that, dress first of all that silver dress is a, a hate crime it was so bad that dress was horrible like no girl wants um a, a mid sleeve it's not even like quarter length where it's like in your on to your elbow but it's like in the middle of your bicep that is no girl loves that part of their body unless you're literally like Michelle Obama with like these arms of a guy. Like nobody wants that. And her hair was slicked is was in this ponytail that wasn't even slicked back. And it had just like bumps, like as if she just like had a hair tie around her wrist and threw it back. Like help I, they her. definitely did have to limit down. I think uh, like costume and hair and makeup and stuff just in general with because of COVID rules when filming. Um, God, because I, I just... know also like on Housewives, another reference, they like complain because they don't have any of their makeup and stuff when they're there because of the rules with filming. She's like, I have mm. to do my own makeup. So I wonder if that's like. She's okay. also like a T-shirt and jeans type of gal, it seems like I I mean, like I, I think like why not do a rose ceremony where everyone's kind of like a little bit more cash? Like, why not have that? Like, I'd like to see that. Why not? I think that's because that's paradise's vibe. That's paradise's uh, vibe. You show up in a, your swim trunks and a 
top that is just way too unbuttoned. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I also said Michael for my rose this week. I just really, the way he is so genuine and how he speaks about love is, I mean, incredible. Okay. So next week, We'll be back again. Make sure, again, you are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. Rate, review, and subscribe. Share on your Insta story. We want you guys to share and talk about us. Let people know that you are listening. And uh, you can follow me at K York City. And me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I'm at Jared Freed. Okay, so until next week, we will see you guys then. Bye. Batches.